Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Mens rea is the legal principle of intent that must be proved in a number of crimes, such as murder. It means literally, the guilty mind. The Mens Rea podcast explores the most notorious crimes from Ireland and the UK and the court cases that followed. Every fortnight, a new case is discussed. So if you like hard-hitting, in-depth true crime podcasts, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from and subscribe to the Mens Rea podcast today. An Eye for an Eye podcast contains subject matters that many may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, podcast lovers. Hey, this hey, your, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> this is your boy, Maddie Ice, a.k.a. Matt. I'm here with Lisa. What up, what up? My lovely co-host. And our lovely guest tonight, Kara. Say hi, Kara. Hello. <laughs> A.K.A. They Don't Really Care About Us. Hey. <laughs> We'd like to thank our sponsors for the show today, Studio. Studio wants to revolutionize the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but as also an accessory. Yes, and they have changed the way people are looking at a fashion accessory and also a great listening device. I can personally attest that their Regents, their new product line, is an awesome top-of-the-line product. And I would suggest that everybody can use our offer code, I for an I, E-Y-E-F-O-R-A-N-E-Y-E, for 15% off any purchase on their website, and we can also offer you guys worldwide shipping for free. These guys are awesome. Thank you, Studio. We love you. Gangland for life. What's going on, everybody? So we have a very interesting, very relevant current case for you guys that we want to talk about that has been... All actually, yeah, it's been all over the place for the last five years. It's discussed more than anything on the internet, it seems like. But when we start talking, you'll know where we're walking. It is about <laughs> the Slender yes. Man Killers, the story of Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser. What are you trying to do with her when you stand her? Kill her. I might as well just say it. We were trying to kill her. 
the new developments in the so-called Slenderman case. Latest on the so-called Slenderman case. The Slenderman case. case that shocked parents across this country and across Disturbing the world. Disturbing new evidence in the case of two Waukesha girls accused of stabbing their friend in the Two young girls Slenderman accused of trying case. to kill a classmate to please that fictional character well, this morning as one of the girls and enters an insanity sixth grade classmate after a sleepover. She said they feared a fictional internet ghoul, Slenderman, they believed was real. So a little background on this case, just to get started. Anissa Wire and Morgan Geyser were, when this case happened, originally this story happened, two 12-year-old girls living in Waukesha, Wisconsin, wherever that is. They were under the impression at the time that they had contact with the internet-based fictional wraith-like character Slenderman. He's a creepy motherfucker. Yeah, it's a real creepy looking ugly thing. Technically, uh, he doesn't have a face. So. Yeah. That's like the weirdest part to me. He can't be ugly if but you don't have a face. Real quick, we're going to post pictures of him, obviously, with this case. <laughs> right. But once Matt describes them, they like. You just wait till you describe them. Yeah. For my fellow Harry Potter nerds, the whole time I'm thinking Dementor. <laughs> that would know, probably be like, scarier looking. Based, probably. Like, it's scary in theory, but then like they added parts that I'm like, okay, we could cut those out and make it scarier. <laughs> right. They actually discovered Slenderman on the Creepypasta wiki, which is uh, apparently some really creepy internet torn site. You've never been on Creepypasta? No, man. It's like a th- it's not even that creepy. It's no. a, some of them just get weird. Like, yeah, it's just, just like, like weird stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. some like, of them are creepy. Like, I read them and I'm pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> We're all relatively normal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, it is. It's interesting for like a late night read. Um, yeah, okay. like if you I like think the to scare yourself, Reddit is crazier. So I've de- okay, I've definitely gotten a few. I'm sure you've to me been from on them. You've probably. It's like no, this. like the no sleep thread on Reddit, but like very long stories. Is that like uh, that shit that fucking Ben what, was talking about? Yeah, and that's remember that <laughs> thing I told you my cousin Kate showed me. What's up, Kate? Shout out if you're listening. <laughs> uh, about that. Thing in Seattle, the Smiling Man. Yeah, anybody, that's, that's a creepy Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a that creepy video is so thing. fucking Yo, creepy. so weird. If anybody's read that one, you know what I'm talking about. Originally, the Slender Man character was drawn for the online forum Something Awful in 2009. Uh, that was, I think, just, it was a contest. It was mm-hmm. how it started, yeah. right? Yeah. It was like a Photoshop contest. A Photoshop That you contest. had to take a normal photo and, like, make it creepy. Right. Which I is kind of cool. Which I is like kind of cool, I'm yeah. Kind of I mean, I think that's about interesting. The other, have you guys ever looked at the other, like, entries? Mm-mm. We should go look into that. We should see what I'll that post is, them on right? our Instagram if I can find them. But that story has obviously since expanded on the web to make Slenderman a real presence online on the internet. Yeah. And, um, so Slenderman is kind of depicted best, and this is why I say like I think of Dementors almost, but a Slenderman like you'd think of as real tall and skinny. So a tall, faceless man figure in a black suit with tentacles See, growing out of his back. That's the part that I could chop those tentacles off yeah, and I make it creepier. The you don't it's need the to be half that's creeping me out. Yeah, you don't yeah, you I, don't I need think it's almost weird arms. that like he can snatch people is what I think the tentacles are. Like yeah. it's a little bit but But that that part threw me off when I, I 
I could stop at creepy slender man with no face, like scary yeah. tall man. Because most of the pictures, that's kind of what I don't really see many yeah. his like tentacles are flying. They're out. usually I'm not trying concealed. to be attacked by. Right. <laughs> I'm not well, trying I mean, to be attacked by an octopus. People say that there are <laughs> symptoms of being around Slenderman if he's in your presence. Like this has kind of gained its own mythos of saying like you know you can get amnesia and people have had bouts of coughing and been real paranoid <laughs> he's when he's around <laughs> yeah, yeah you get you know this sounds like taking some of these pills that they recommend on you know yeah. like, but it also may cause slight fever heavy hemorrhaging of your blood you know you're like and now from a word diarrhea from- headaches <laughs> it's terrible like-, like you're like what the fuck was this supposed to help me heal again okay but you know in that original photo if you look at them it's like like a little kid on a like climbing up an old fashioned like silver slide and then creepy Slenderman in the back and then one of them is like these school kids looking like distraught with Slenderman in the back in mm. the caption on that photo in the contest it says quote we didn't want to go we didn't want to kill them but it's persistent silence and outstretched arms horrified and comforted us at the same time end quote 1983, photographer unknown, presumed dead. Isn't that creepy? So does that mean Slenderman made them kill people? We don't I know, think, but it's yeah. creepy. I think that's part of the story is that kind of surrounded Slenderman's, um, like, cause, like Matt said, they kind of took this photoshopped character and literally built a whole world around him, right? Yeah. And I don't know if that all came from the original photographer, if that if that was like literally all he entered and then people took it and Yeah, like he stories. had nothing to do with the story. But I'm pretty sure, which Matt will get into here in a second, um, is the idea is that he like kidnaps and like attacks children or whatever and they like become his like Proxies. disciples who kill people yeah. for him. Or something like that. Yes, that's what they say. Yeah, they become proxies, uh, is what they're called. And that's what Vanessa and Morgan said they wanted to be for him. Was Where do you get to the point where you're reading an online like story and you be, you want to be a proxy? Like, people aren't only no, scared of that and run away I from know, it. I know, yeah. You click on it and click past it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like, who reads that and is like, okay, I want to be yeah, a proxy. Yeah, I want to be a proxy. And they have, or like, maybe the idea is, like, if you're a proxy, you won't be, you won't be harmed. Yeah, I, like, there are famous Slenderman proxies, like, in this fictional world. Like, oh, are Like, they? one of them is named Toby. Wait, really? Yeah. Toby's Toby a fucking Flanderson? creepy name. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a person? <laughs> what? I was just watching The Office, been <laughs> watching it recently. That's where I'm getting it from. <laughs> Michael Scott would have agreed with me. But it's just, so... Yeah, like, I just don't know where it would come from, like, girl, like, I like to talk about creepy shit my whole life, but I yeah. never was like, oh, I'd love to be part of the army of Slenderman's proxies. Yeah, I'd love to be one of the servants to this online fake thing, like, what? <laughs> but apparently they, like, didn't really realize, yeah. because Yeah, they clearly we'll didn't see. think it was fake, yeah, so, yeah, as we said, they wanted to become proxies for him, and prove his existence and prevent him from harming their families because allegedly that's what oh, he was yeah. threatening okay. to do, that he wanted he to harm their families and they were going to prevent Can you that by being proxies for him. reading something and convincing yourself that it was that real, that this fucking character out of fucking fantasy land was going to come and hurt your family yeah. to the point where you're now plotting? Are you mad? Yeah, like, it's actually kind of hard to fathom. Right. It Like, that's, like, how did we get from a... T- to Q because I don't know the, the alphabet just didn't make any sense there. Right, yeah. Right, we went from uh, A to ze- like zero. Like, yeah. There wasn't any like linear, like yeah. it doesn't even make sense. Well, the two girls believed, they came to believe after being immersed completely in this online figure that their only way to become 
his proxies and prevent him from hurting their families was to murder someone else. And they believed that once they killed someone, they would be servants to do his bidding. So that means, like, they would continue killing people? Is that what that means? I guess, yeah, they would continue. So these are just, like, little people who want to murder. (laughs) It's just the whole fucking thing. It's just like, we're going to murder to continue to murder for somebody else. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, and it's crazy. And they're only 12 years old. Think about if they had had the opportunity to continue, you know, maybe. That's just, like, I wonder what the plan, you know what I mean? Like, we'll see. I mean, they were young and immature, but I did want to read this really good quote from Abigail Jones of Newsweek. Uh, which gives a little bit of kind of the creepy undertones that Slenderman has kind of taken on. And it says, He is everywhere, every day, a specter of our anxieties about raising children in a world where technology reigns and the lines between reality and fantasy grow dimmer. That's pretty deep. We'll have to discuss that like when we're discussing the... Oh, we got it in here. Don't worry. Yeah. We don't talk about it. So getting into what happened here. So as Matt was saying, the girls were celebrating um, Morgan's birthday, and it was her 12th birthday. Remember, these girls are young, kind of like the Shonda Share case. Shout out to episode two. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, take a take a rewind and uh, check it out. That case is also fucking insane and horrible. Terrible. Um, that's, very, wait, very rarely, too. Do you actually hear about children committing murder? And we'll get into that, but like, or attempting to commit murder. But then when you do hear about it, most of the time it's males. How often do you hear about females attempting to commit murder? And I believe yeah. there's a statistic here that mm-hmm. touches on that a little bit. Yeah, because you, well, you, I think it's also like a gender bias type of thing. You associate a, guy, a, a man more with rage than a woman with like yeah. the, you know, the homey feeling. You know what I mean? Like man, men are the protectors, whereas women are the homebodies. So it's, it feels rare, even if it isn't, because girls are supposed to be compassionate, empathetic, you know? So here's the statistics. In 2012, 8,514 people were arrested for murder and non-negligent homicide in the U.S., just one was a girl under the age of 13. Was it these girls? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. This was in 2014. Yeah. But yeah, Damn. I mean, that is I didn't like, know that. That is because, of course, so that's, I research that's an crime. Indicator. Yeah. That's so, like, of, I see, I do see both genders committing crimes because right. I'm so deep into it. Right. But right. I didn't realize in the broad, like, I feel like there's a lot just because I'm constantly researching them and I'm digging for them. You're looking at years, too, yeah. not by crime. Yeah, yeah. But. So, Same time, yeah, that puts it a little bit in perspective. Yeah. So the girl, so we'll find out later that this has been in the works for a long time. This was not like a spur of the moment event. Yep. In February, the girls were talking about, you know, like Matt said, protecting their families. The only way they thought to do that was to murder someone. And then they chose their best friend. So there was three of them. It was Peyton. Um, well, Peyton was their friend. And then... It's Anessa and Morgan. And these girls are best friends. I'm pretty sure in the documentary on HBO, which you guys need to watch if you haven't already, it's amazing. Uh, both Kara and I have watched it, and we were, like, texting during the whole fucking thing. <laughs> They're wild. Didn't they say that two of them were closer than the other two? Like, yeah. it was kind of like a... You know Anissa how triads work normally. It's Morgan, like, yeah. Yeah. So they were really good friends, and I believe they chose Peyton because she was weaker she was smaller than them. She was just... Did it ever really dig into that? I don't remember if it said that specifically, but mm-hmm. those, like, the two of them were definitely closer. Yeah. Which makes you wonder, like, why 
like why did Peyton know nothing about it? I know, right? You would think if this if this was something that they were following and they were all best friends. That's and they I've were never so thought obsessed about that. with the world of Slenderman. How did Peyton How, or maybe she did know about it? Maybe I she did and they just never Wasn't really she didn't really probably think they were serious about yeah. anything with it, you know. I, I would I don't think, think that's ever that's a really good point to touch on. Oscar. Right. It's still alive. <laughs> yeah. She is still alive. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert, she's living. <laughs> So, in February, the girls decided to carry out their act on May 30th, which is kind of random, but it was the night that Geyser planned to celebrate her 12th birthday. So, they knew they would all be together, um, even though, again, presumed they hung out all the time because they're best friends. But that's fucking crazy. That's what? Three months, months beforehand? Yeah, three months before? The fact that they planned it to, like, a specific day. Like, seasoned that's... serial killers don't plan it to yeah. a day. Yeah. Like, right. like, maybe a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... It gives you the chills when you think about it, and especially when you find out what they did. So, in the intervening months, um, Geyser and Wire? Weir? Wire. Wire. Geyser, is that right? Geyser? Yeah. Okay, Geyser and Wire whispered about their plan, sometimes while riding the bus or in class, often using code words like camping trip, in quotes. They referred to Nicolette National Forest in Wisconsin's Northwoods, where they believed Slenderman lived. So, they believed... That this Slenderman character was in what their fucking national forest? Well, there's like it's a thing. It's like Slenderman Mansion. Oh, so like that's like. Well, it's not that? there specifically. Oh, I don't. But think. like it's known that he has a mansion in the mm-hmm. woods somewhere, and they just happened to decide that it was in Wisconsin <laughs> in a national yeah, forest. Seems about right. They picked the spot closest to. Them, <laughs> he right? knows yeah. his realty. Their house, yeah. He's a really probably low taxes. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Good housing prices. So. All right, so on May 31st, 2014, so the next day after this birthday um, sleepover that they had, the girls chose to carry out the attack in the nearby forest while playing a game of hide-and-seek. So we'll get into what happened in a second. So Geyser and Wire knew that they were going to stab their friend at 2 a.m. That's what that's what their original plan was. They wanted to do it at night. I don't know what... The, how they would have done that then because like I think their plan was to always take her into the forest. Well, they were going to... Apparently, they were going to cover her mouth with duct tape, stab her in the neck, and put covers over her. And so I guess they were going to do it at their house. Yeah, it seems oh, like Oh, fuck, so. can you yeah. imagine? And then, Did they not think she was going to scream? Oh, duct tape. Then they were going to run. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what they plan to do with the body. I put it in the woods or... But, but you know what the craziest thing is? Geyser told police the reason they didn't do it that night at 2 in the morning is because they wanted to give her one more day. Yeah, that's crazy. That... Ew, it's just fucking... It's horrible. It's all horrible, but thank God. Makes you think maybe they thought twice about it, but then they just went ahead with it. Like, well, it sounds like... No, the whole they thing, I think. Twice, were, yeah. It's like they were just like... still. It's always a plan. It yeah. was always like... They were serious about it. That's yeah. the scary thing. I think that's more than anything. Not that they thought twice. More that they were so serious that they were getting it down to the bone, you know, like of what they were right. going to do. Right. So what ended up happening was they wanted to carry out the attack in a nearby forest, so they told... Their mom, like I said, we don't really remember which house they were staying at, but they told the mom that they were going to the nearby park um, to play hide-and-seek. Now, during this game, one of the girls pinned the victim down while they debated on who would be the one to stab her. So what happened, according to complaints and everything, um, Weir pushed the girl down and sat on her, thinking Geyser would then stab her. The victim, Peyton, started yelling, complaining that she couldn't breathe. So, I remember in the documentary, they said they were playing hide-and-go-seek. Was it in the daytime? 
Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It was during the day. And thank God, though, because if it wasn't, yeah. it this probably wouldn't have yeah. ended up the way it did. Um, but what happened was they wanted to play hide and go seek, and they said, okay, let's lay down here. Yeah. Let's like let's lay down and and she's like, I don't wanna lay down on the mm-hmm. dirt. Like this is not the Peyton. So Peyton was like, I don't wanna lay down on the dirt and they pushed her down and sat on her and that's when she believed that it was gonna go down. So Wire, like I said, pushed her down, sat on her thinking Geyser would then stab her. Of course, people it's not like the fucking movies. People don't just like go down without a fight. She was yelling, yeah. she was screaming, she was saying she couldn't breathe. So Wire got off of her. Which is kind of bizarre, because if your plan is to kill her, she's it's saying like, oh, she can't breathe. You can't breathe. Wouldn't me. you fucking yeah. stay there? Because, yeah. like, it, it's helping you, I guess, in your, in your end game. So that's something to think about, I guess. Um, so she got off of her, and Geyser gave Wire the knife. So can you imagine at this point what this girl is thinking? She's probably so out of sorts. Like, what the fuck? My friend just pushed me down to the ground and sat on me yeah. and is screaming at this other girl to attack me. Mm-hmm. And then you get up. Like, you're able to get out of the situation. Like, get up. Like, she gets off of you. Yeah, and she then, gave her almost an out, but it's not really. Which is the She still part. probably didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Until, like, she was probably away. like, right. what the fuck is happening? Can you imagine? So taken off guard. You know, these are our best friends. Right. So, Wire got off of her. Got, and that's like, like, wouldn't she have, like, you think she would run. Maybe she was, like, hurt. You know what I mean? Still down. Because that's, like, just a question I have. It just seems like even though they were so resolute in doing it, they kept trying to, like, give each other the out. Like, yeah. even... Like, when you're, like, you're going to get into, like, where she's like, I'm not doing it unless you tell me to. No, you take the knife. Yeah. No, you take the knife. So, like, it's, it, it's so weird because it was so planned out, but it does feel like there was some kind of, like, you have to be the one to start this. Yeah. Like, I'll follow you, but I'm not going to be the one to make that first move. Right. So, they're kind of giving each you other the think ammo. They're, they're just kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. one wanted to be the one to actually do it until yeah. they did it, you know. Especially because it's not like the movies. <laughs> you know, this is, this is yeah. a real person, and I'm yeah. sure it gets so much more... Um, real when you're in the moment and that's they had so many opportunities to quit you know so she gave Wire the knife Geyser gave Wire the knife but Wire said she felt too squeamish and she gave it back to Geyser now can you fucking imagine this little girl is watching her best friends pass back and forth the knife like Kara said you do it no you do it do what like can you imagine what what this little girl is thinking like cut my hair like what are you doing like because I'm sure she didn't think my friends are gonna murder me well maybe at that point she probably did because like what else the fuck are they gonna do and I'm pretty sure that like saying she was squeamish I'm pretty sure that's a direct like something she specifically like verbatim said to the cop like she's like I was too squeamish like what yeah did you not think any of this (laughs) fucking through in your giant plan since February like what are you like what and keep in mind they decided to stab her not shooter, not you know, not something quick. If you're squeamish and you, you choose that's stabbing, not your well, they were, yeah, they're probably. I mean, thinking, like I guess kids. they didn't they think had do that. To a knife yeah, I guess that's true. It's probably easy. To. But like fucking hammer. Okay, I'm getting gross. This is not. I should not be giving kids like ways to get. So, anyways, so like Kara said, there was some banter back in between. Not banter, but there was some conversations between um, Anissa and Morgan, and basically. Morgan, Morgan's geyser, right? Mm-hmm. I'm such an idiot. Morgan said, I'm not going to until you tell me to, according to the criminal complaint. And the creepiest thing in the fucking world to hear from a 12-year-old's mouth, Anissa was like, go ballistic, go crazy, now. Morgan and I decided that we would make an attempt to fulfill the plan at the park. Um, this was around 10 o'clock, I believe. 
Um, we went to the park. I didn't realize that it was actually going to happen until Morgan lifted up her waistband and showed me the handle of the knife. Um, we went into, we were just playing on the playground for a while. We went, after a while, we went into the bathroom. Um, Morgan told me to stab Peyton. I told her that I couldn't do it. Uh, she tried getting me to do it again. I told her that I couldn't do it. Um, a while later, we went into the woods, and that's when um, that's when Morgan asked me whether or not she should do it, and I just wanted it to be over with, so I said, just go berserk, do what you have to do, and Peyton was then hurt. So how was she hurt? Um, Morgan jumped on top of her and stabbed her repeatedly. And what happened uh, at a certain point, the uh, two of you left? Uh, yes. Um, afterwards, we, well, I told Peyton to lay down and that she would lose blood fast, lose blood slower, pardon my slip up. Uh, then Morgan and I left and ran. Now, why did, uh, why did all of this come about? Why did you have the plan? I went through with it because I, like, I guess, okay, I'm sorry, could you restate the question? There's... Well, why did you develop the plan to, to kill we developed, okay, I thought, I thought that it was just about proving that this fictional character existed, but I have no idea what Morgan's motivations were. I thought it was just about proving that something most people thought wasn't real was. So this is, and who are you talking about? The character? Right. Um, Slenderman. Why did, uh, I mean, what, what motivated you to, to conclude that you had to kill someone in order to uh, follow through with whatever program you had with Slender Man? It wasn't my idea. I, Morgan came to me one day telling me that we should prove that Slender Man existed, and I asked her how, and she said we had to kill somebody, and I said, okay, because I thought it was just a joke. Honestly, I didn't think it was actually going to happen, but it obviously did. We want to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Studio. Studio is a revolutionary company designed with you in mind. They want to revolutionize the way people see headphones. It's not just a tech device, but also an accessory. Currently, the headphone market can offer you one of two things, style or tech. Studio wanted to think of the consumer who wanted both, us. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented, and not to mention, pretty expensive. Studio wants to bridge that gap. While emphasizing modern Scandinavian design, they also provide a product that matches the sound quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. 
With 24 plus hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life, the perfect companion for you at home or on the go. Connect to any device via Bluetooth. If you're interested in getting a pair, which I highly, highly recommend, especially if you like listening to our podcast on the go, we will have a link to their website in the show notes. But even better, if you use our discount code, eye for an eye, that will give you 15% off any purchase. So that is discount code I for an I E Y E F O R A N E Y E for 15% off any purchase, you guys. Best part is they have free worldwide shipping. That's right, free. With a sleek design and high quality sound, how could you go wrong? Remember, I for an I gets you 15% off any purchase on their website. Their link will be in our show notes. At 15% off plus the free shipping, you're not going to find a better deal anywhere on the market. E-Y-E-F-O-R-A-N-E-Y-E for 15% off any purchase on their website right now. We love you guys. We Thank love you, you, Studio. Thanks, Studio. Geyser um, said to the police, this is so fucked up, stabby, stab, stab. Like it's, it's so funny, but it's not. It's just like it's like, like it's it's that, such an innocent thing to say. It's just so. It just shows that they're you children. Almost imagine her saying like stabby stab stab like. <laughs> oh what are you talking about trying to? Kill I wonder somebody. if I can find an audio clip of that because that was recorded. I think yeah. that's yeah. You can. So I think they showed it. it in so the documentary. we'll insert that here. Yep. So Morgan Geyser later would say in a 2015 interview that she would have almost certainly hurt more people if Slenderman had asked her to. Now, after they had this back and forth saying, stabby, stab, stab, like go crazy, they fucking stabbed her. They stabbed Peyton 19 times. And like I said, stabbing is a personal attack, obviously. Their best friends killing their best friend, and it's hard. It's not like the movies. It's not easy to stab someone. You have bones in your body. A lot of people who commit the act of stabbing somebody else like hurt themselves because it's not the way it happens in the movie. It's not something simple. And and these are twelve year old girls. That can't be a lot of strength. But anyways, they they stab Peyton nineteen times, piercing her liver, her pancreas, and stomach barely missing an artery near her heart. I remember in the documentary, the uh, doctor said, like, if it would have been, like, a centimeter, like a hair yeah, uh, to, like, one side, they would have pierced her one carotid artery, I, think I believe. Said. Yeah. The victim cried, um, or Peyton cried, according to what the girls told the police, of course, and Wire said that she remembered her screaming, I hate you, I trusted you. And after the attack, Wire said that she and Geyser told the girl to lie down and be quiet and they would go get help. So after stabbing their best friend 19 times, she's screaming, she's crying, she's scared. Um, I'm sure you know she's in the middle of the woods, probably so disoriented with all of this. They told her to lie down and be quiet and they would go get help. Now, I'm sure at this fucking point, this little girl is like, no, you fucking won't. Like, what, yeah. what is happening? And the resilience this little girl had is incredible. So what happened is... Wire and Geyser ran. They obviously were never going to go get help. The whole intention of this attack was to kill uh, Peyton. And it was their hope that Peyton would die and that they would see that Slender now existed in, in the forest of wherever the fuck it was. Where was it? Nicolette National Forest. In Wisconsin. So, yeah. So, that is the craziest and saddest thing. And it's just, oh, we'll talk about it. So. I just can't imagine what it would be like to stab somebody 19 times. I always think about how, like, my favorite horror movies are the Scream movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love them. So and in the first movie, they say something like, 
not that it's like supposed to be a movie that makes you think, but <laughs> like the killer in the first one says like, do you know what it's like to feel a knife scratch a bone? And I'm like, what? Yeah. And I never really thought about it. And I'm like, no, don't want to. But you have to pierce flesh and bone. It's a, you have to be close to the person. It takes strength. It's literally like you know. It takes a lot of strength. It's like people get like paper cuts or like a, like a pin poke. Like it's easy, but like stabbing is a whole different. Because like I said, there's bone, there's muscle, there's fatty tissue. Yep. You're it's it's pressure. not just like a it's not just like a like beep boop. <laughs> you're gonna feel a little pinch. <laughs> it's just like a flu shot. So yeah, you're right. It's and it's. I just really want to nail the head home. Obviously, this is a personal attack of his best friends, but stabbing in of itself is normally committed. It's a very personal attack. It's normally committed by someone very close to the victim. Yeah. Yes. So take it away, Kara. So after the stabbing, the victim dragged her way out of the forest to a ditch at the side of a nearby road. Which, if you were stabbed 19 times, dragging your stabbed body on Isn't the like, forest floor, like, that, I just can't imagine. And that's the thing, it's like, I don't even like walking in the woods without fucking shoes on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not to, like, <laughs> make a joke or anything, but, like, seriously, like, the resilience, I, like, she clearly yeah, had a Yeah, and she's live. 12. Like, if I were 12 and somebody stabbed me 19 times, I'd probably just lay down and die. In the middle of the fucking forest. Like, yeah. we, we have a forest in, back by our elementary school that we always go into, and if someone like took me out there, fucking roughed me up, and one like even punched me in the face, I probably would have been so disoriented. I would have yeah. pulled myself out. Yeah. So for her to find, like dragging her way out, like wasn't didn't it say that it ha- like the whole attack happened pretty close to like the main road though? I think so because they're stupid. Yeah, kids. Yeah, very fucking stupid. Yeah. Really. Um. So she was discovered by a cyclist who called nine one one to get medical assistance, and. Peyton reportedly said, quote, please help me, I've been stabbed. In an attempt to gain the attention of the cyclist, she could only gasp out short answers and cries for help. It just breaks my whole heart, this sweet baby. Like, can you fucking, imagine being a fucking cyclist, remember? Yeah, this fucking guy was on a bike ride, man. Yeah, yeah, a friend of ours, well, I've, we've mentioned it in an episode before that. Did we? We did. That a friend of ours found a body in the same in the woods, woods we were talking we about. about. Right yeah. by our houses. Literally right here. That's comforting. Yeah, it was a girl who She was stabbed to death by her mom. Yeah. It was stabbed, right? Wasn't yeah, it? She, she was stabbed. stabbed. Yeah, and our, our friend found her. He was like quadding in the woods. Was she and found her. dead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you fucking. Didn't he say he thought she was like a blow up? Uh, she like, he just thought she was like a mannequin or something. That's always what people say. Like, obviously, because your mind doesn't conceive you're going to find a yeah. fucking human being deceased right. in the forest. Right. But can you just put yourself in that cyclist? She's like, I wouldn't even know what to do. No. You know? Oh, Lord, it's just so sad. Uh, So the Waukesha Fire Department and Police Department responded to the call, located the victim, who gave law enforcement the name of one of her attackers. She was transported... It doesn't say which one she gave, um, but she was transported to a hospital where she underwent surgery. Of the 19 stab wounds, two were to major organs, with one, um, as I think Matt said, less than a millimeter away from certain death. So... Just a millimeter. Yeah, that close to dying. A millimeter. And she would have bled out on that fo- on that forest floor, probably. Yeah. <sighs> She's horrible. After a massive search was conducted across several counties for the two suspects, a Waukesha County Sheriff's def- deputy finally caught up with the suspects at the I-94 state line. One of them had a bloodstained knife used in the stabbing hidden in her backpack. 
What fucking idiots? Who takes the fucking weapon with you? I mean, like we say, you know, as much as we want to call them dumb and they screw it up, like they're kids. Yeah. You know, they're idiot kids. Like, yeah. you know, the truth's out of 12 years old. Probably not stabbed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I wasn't killing people. I did a lot of dumb shit, but yeah. not that. It's yeah. just like, ew. To fucking throw that shit away. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like, okay, Maybe it was like to present to Slender Man. To show, like, we did We this. did it. Yeah. See? <laughs> the girls were described as feeling guilty for stabbing their friend, but felt that the attack was needed to appease Slenderman by the officer who arrested them. Can you imagine hearing this from fucking kids as the yeah. officer? Like, oh, yeah. Like, we feel bad. Like, we had to do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the victim was discharged from the hospital six days after the attack, although she suffered numerous physical and psychological traumas as a result of the attack. Obviously. Yeah. In the aftermath, she received thousands of letters of support from well-wishers around the world. Thankfully, Peyton Lutner ultimately healed from her injuries and was able to resume school in fall of 2014. And there's videos of her, like, doing so well. She helps at an animal shelter with kittens. Yeah, and she's, she's become like, a real voice for, yeah. like, recovering yeah. uh, from attacks, but even, and like, just, domestic abuse attacks. And, and her parents are in a lot of the interviews, obviously. And, like, they say, you know, day by day. It's obviously a day by day thing. Like, clearly yeah. she's still suffering. Because um, I don't think I'd ever fucking get over the trauma of that. People, the people you trusted most, right? You know, besides your parents are your best friends. Like, like, you know what I mean? Not that it makes her more sympathetic, but like she's adorable too. Like, I know she's, she's so sweet, so precious. And it's just like it's just so heartbreaking. It's just also heartbreaking. So, yeah. So thankfully she survived. She was found. Like I said, if they would have done this at night, yeah, I might never have found her. Yeah. Or if they like so. In the house, they were planning to duct tape her mouth, but I'm surprised they didn't do that in the forest because that could have fucked it up too. Although yeah. she, I don't know, it's all insane. <laughs> Whichever word. All right, so. So uh, then, actually, when it came down to after they were arrested, the trial and sentencing was kind of a confusing process. It took several years for this case to finally be decided because of several issues with competency, age, uh, age being an issue, uh, some prior history of medical diagnoses that the girls had. Morgan Geyser was actually diagnosed personally as a paranoid schizophrenic and had a long family history yeah, of schizophrenia. Yeah, her dad. I didn't remember her being diagnosed as schizophrenic. Like, I know that the dad was, like, a very high-functioning schizophrenic. Yeah. They said and she was, too, that she was schizophrenic and was receiving treat or should have oh. been receiving treatment for it. Hmm. I do remember, I think I remember hearing that because of her dad. Yeah, and you and would they think that they would, I mean, obviously not in any way the parents no, yeah. called or responsibility, right, but yeah. you would think that they'd be able to recognize those symptoms being that the dad had it. Well, and them. also, it's like, it. it's not there, they could have never perceive this would happen right. but like at the same time are you, aren't you monitoring what your kids are doing yeah. like they fucking were planning this since yeah, february how much time are they spending on the internet honestly right. is the question like, like you you had no idea that your your kids were like that because like so to think about it like this it's like okay they were so obsessed with this slender man character so they've had to have talked about him mm-hmm. you know it had if it was an obsession if it was something they actually yeah. believed was real you would have to it probably came up i mean like lot. think about the things you're obsessed with you talk about them murder Hiam. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk about Hiam. Like, yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where, how could this have gone? Maybe they thought like, oh, she's just a kid. Like, she's obviously never going to like do anything. Or they probably heard the name Slenderman and then didn't think anything else because they it didn't know the like story. It doesn't sound like particularly malicious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. 
So there, there was some diagnoses of schizophrenia, paranoid schizophrenia in her family as well as with her. Um, there were several motions filed on behalf of both girls asking for reconsideration for juvenile court as opposed to adult criminal court. And now a conviction on first degree charges in an adult court could result in a sentence of up to 45 years in a state prison. Whereas a conviction in a juvenile court could lead to three years incarceration and then supervision till the age of 18. So there is a huge difference yeah. in the sentencing factors. And that's why their attorneys were pushing for the juvenile court since they were kids as opposed to a criminal adult criminal court. And it's always so interesting to see how these cases with young kids, like we, we talked about Mary Bell having her majesty's pleasure as a sentence, um, which is literally like they just kind of don't tell you a sentence. It's just kind of like whatever happens, happens. Um we talked about Shonda Shares, you know, her murder or her killers. Um, they had, it was just, it's so interesting to see when people mm-hmm. are tried as an adult and when people are tried as a child um, or a youth. So both girls were eventually found competent to stand trial as adults. So I guess there is some kind of like procedure to yeah. go through, like a testing or psychological evaluation um, to decide if you should be charged as a right? Is that how that Correct. works? Yes, yeah. I mean, they typically it's court-ordered therapy sessions and multiple psychiatrists evaluate you. Do you know, like, how they make a distinction between whether to try someone as a juvenile or a adult, or is it just kind of, like, up to the judge? Based on the statutes that are in place, based on the crime they commit, usually it's up to the judge. So it's, like... Depending on the crime, kind of? I mean, it can vary based on, yeah, what the crime was, where it takes place. Some states, you know, I mean, in Texas, they don't care. (laughs) You (laughs) You kill somebody, yeah, you could be 12 years old and they're going to try you as an adult as long as you're not totally batshitty. Yeah. Even then, they still might. Yeah. You know. Um, But then there's other places where, like, there are laws in place for children where, honestly, some of them are far too lenient. Yeah. New York has been known to be like that for a long time. To be really lenient? Recently, they kind of amended their laws. But, yeah, for a while, they were very lenient on child killers especially. But child psychiatry has been... Much more advanced recently, obviously. So, And it is noted here that Wisconsin law states all murder and attempted murder charges for children older than 10 start in adult court. A 10-year-old's what? For, for, fourth, fourth grade? grade? Fifth grade, maybe. Yeah. Um, both girls were eventually found competent to stand trial as adults, and they were charged with attempted first-degree intentional homicide. I fucking hate attempted murder cases, though. I do, too, because it's almost like, oh, well, you didn't succeed, so less time in jail. Yeah, yeah. like, so we can well, even get out and try to do it, so you should get the same sentence. With, with Wisconsin law, it actually, they were pretty harsh. Uh, a conviction on first-degree charges in adult court would result in a sentence of up to 45 years in state prison uh, if they were convicted as adults, whereas a conviction in juvenile court would actually only lead to three years of incarceration and then supervision until the age of 18. I mean, like, I think we've all said, like, oh, they were just kids, but, like, three years. Is... That's nothing. That, yeah. The murder? It's, like, that's, it's just, it's just doesn't make sense where these, like, start. But um, each girl claimed that the other had come. So it turned into the blame game as it, of course, it was as expected. No, no one wants to get in trouble for it. No one wants to take the blame of this horrible crime. Right. They each claimed that the other had come up with the plan to murder their friend. Now, one of the two also reiterated the belief that Slenderman would harm her and her family if they did not carry out the attack. Now, I don't remember which one really believed that. Do you? I think it was Morgan. Yeah, she was the one that like really believed I in this. I think so, but I yeah. am not positive. So, attorneys said that one of the girls has 
oppositional defiant disorder and schizophrenia, while the other has schizotypy and a delusional disorder. So they both had some mental, um, you know, issues within within them that would probably contribute. They, they, they'd be on a higher scale, like if you put them next to, you know, a kid without these incompetencies. Right, whatever. definitely. Not call them incompetencies, but, yeah, you well, know, mental... Impairments. Yeah. Do you ever feel like they're diagnosed, like, after the fact, though? Like, yes, definitely. It's always too late. I, yeah. I don't feel like... If you didn't think she had... Like, I know people who have children... Like toddlers who have oppositional defiant disorder, you know they have. Yeah, it. it's yeah, a, it's right an away. issue, especially oppositional defiant disorder. Yeah, like you don't just pick. I think she has that. Yeah. We yeah. just noticed she's twelve. That's not how that yeah, works. It's like no, they broke itself. all the windows in the car after you told them they couldn't have ice cream. <laughs> yeah, like banging their heads off walls. Yeah. Like it, it, it gets, doesn't just show up at twelve. Right. And that's like that's also the thing with I'm curious about the schizophrenia. Like I I think the one whose parents. Uh, also, dad. I'd like to say that I've, from personal experience, I can tell you that, and not myself personally, but I, I know somebody. That. No, I know somebody very well that experienced it in their family and schizophrenia. Yes, and it doesn't really manifest itself until you're about in your late teens or. 20s. I heard it. You can like not you, develop you it, but you yeah. start to show. The, yeah, in your twenties, typically the major starts, symptoms yeah, like and signs. Early to mid twenties is when it gets. Yeah, and I think also part of that is because when you're a child, it's kind of like normalized to hear voices and to have imaginary yeah. friends and to you know. So it's it. I don't think it's conceived as an issue until you're old because it's mm-hmm. like everybody has an imaginary friend. You know, right. everybody has. You know, you know what I mean. Like when those kids, isolated like, okay. things aren't yeah. specific to that. Yeah. So, the court, however, did rule that the stabbing was not accidental or impulsive, but premeditated and an extremely violent in nature. Obviously, they stabbed their best friend 19 times in the middle of a forest. Which is great that the court, you know, kind of saw through these disorders, because sometimes this is how yeah. people walk free. We saw Vince Lee. Yep. He's out of jail, and he fucking ate someone and beheaded him on a bus. Like, <laughs> that shit scares me to this day, and I swear, he probably listens. He's in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably listening. Are you listening, Vince? Shout us out. We'll Say what's up, Vinny. Oh, God. We're going to be next. Okay, so on August 26, 2016, Anissa Wire entered a plea of not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. So pretty much reason by insanity. Is that pretty, yes, pretty accurate? Yeah. Yes. So Morgan Geyser followed suit shortly after and pled not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect on September 1st. So August and September, they entered their pleas. Um, and there were nearly three years of trial motions. Like Matt said, there was so much to take into consideration. Uh, it was, it's, it's a trial like you haven't seen. First of all, they're following a fictional character. So does that, and they both have um, disorders, you know, mental disorders. So does that play into it? They're, they're preaching to a fictional character. Right. <laughs> so like that almost makes it worse. Yeah, psychiatric like, like, a physical person is yeah. saying, I'm going to kill your family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You could yeah, feel threatened by that, but how are you threatened by, by an online that character? Exist, yeah. yeah, I mean, and again, they're kids. But and like, for the record, Slenderman does not exist. Like for the <laughs> anyone out there that may question that, that's not a real thing. It was literally made up. On a if he exists, house. shout us out, <laughs> Slender. We'd like to talk to you, boy. You better like, rate, and subscribe us. You yeah, guys. we know that internet or that mansion has internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, you got Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> What's his password? <laughs> 
Slender S- tentacles. Can't find a slender man. <laughs> can't find a slender man. All right. So they had psychiatric evaluations, plea negotiations, and mitigating circumstances that were being rehashed over and over and over again. Um, because so many hearings scheduled. Think about how many times they had to have. Well, when we said at the beginning of the show, this is still in the news. Right. Just recently mm-hmm. is when they got sentenced. So you have to think this happened, what, 2013? 14? 14? 14, I think it was, yeah. Of course, I just read it and I forget. Um, 2014, it's 2018, and we're still talking about this case. One, because it blows the minds out of every fucking person ever because it's so inconceivable that two little girls tried to fucking viciously murder their best friend. Well, today is February 25th. They were sentenced on February 1st of 2018. Oh, shit, it was that recently, yeah. This year, yeah. Of this year. So that, that's five years almost. It's spanning that they've been deciding what's going to happen. Here. And we were talking before we started recording, because um, I was curious. I, I figured this was the case, but in those three years, of course, they've spent time in a in juvenile hall is what we believe that they were. You know, obviously, they're not roaming the streets or hanging out with their family, especially when the one said we'd kill more people yeah. because that's what the point of all of this was. So basically they were just like okay with being killers because they killed someone to become killers for somebody else that we talked about. So yeah, so between 2014 and 2018 this just went on and on and on. One of the girls, Anissa, pleaded guilty to being a party to attempted second degree homicide but claimed she was not responsible for her actions on the grounds of insanity. Although prosecutors alleged that she knew what she was doing wrong. And the yep. jury on September 15, 2017, determined that she was not guilty by mental disease or disfe- defect and would serve a minimum of three years in a mental hospital. Right. So no jail time for this. But, but we'll see what happens. We'll read on and see how much <laughs> how much time they're supposed to serve in a mental facility. Yeah. Because so, that is significant. Yeah. So they said that would be you know a deciding factor. They would serve a minimum of three years, which absolutely, like we talked about, is not enough at all. You mm-hmm. tried to kill someone, and basically, it, that would be like a slap on the wrist for failing to murder yeah. someone. On September 29, ninth, two thousand seventeen, the second girl, Morgan, arranged a plea deal with prosecutors. I hate plea deals, but I understand them, but I hate them. Yeah, I just hate them because sometimes it really fucking changes the case. It seems yeah. Like, but, yeah. Um, as part of the deal, Geyser would not go to trial and would be reevaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she should be placed in a mental hospital. According to one source, she would be required to spend at least three more years in the hospital. So that's what, six years now? On October 7, 2017, she pleaded guilty and was found not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect. So, how's that work? She pled guilty and then she was found not guilty? Yeah, so she pleaded guilty to a lesser charge and was found not oh, guilty of okay. attempted murder. Yeah, gotcha. So. so basically, the jury agreed that they both needed to spend time in a mental facility yes, as opposed to jail. Yes. It's pretty much because that's what it came down to. Clearly, they were going to go one of two places. It's either jail or a mental facility, and I'm pretty sure that is what the jury were looking at. Which I don't necessarily disagree, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So, on December 21st, 2017, Anissa was sentenced to up to 25 years in a state mental institution. She will have to serve a minimum of three more years at a state hospital and then remain under state supervision for the rest of the sentence. So, I'm not really sure what that means. Can we go over that for a second real quick? 
What does that mean for the rest of this? So she up to 20, so she could get Min- out between three, 3 and 25. Years up to 25 So years. if she served five years, she still would have to be supervised for the remaining yes. to up to 25 years. Yes. Okay, so when do they determine like what the minimum is? That's what I'd like, like to Like when know. you hit three years, like, oh, you should stay a little longer. <laughs> well, typically there are sentencing guidelines, so it says the minimum of three, but I mean, yeah, maybe they'll decide based on how she performs in psychiatric yeah. yeah, I think it's a lot to do with the psychiatrist, because I know with Vince Lee, um, his... His therapist and stuff deemed him. Yeah. You know, he was stable. He was on the right, you know, concoction of medications Mm -hmm. to keep him stabilized and not be a threat. And so I think that's the deciding factor, although I don't agree with them at all. But um, because you have to think, especially in Vince Lee's case, this might be what happens with these girls. He's not supervised anymore. Like, he was supervised up to a point, and then they don't supervise you anymore. So at that point, it's like... Who, who's there saying you need to take your medicine? Because right. a lot of the times when you have, you know, mental instabilities or chemical imbalances in the brain and you have a concoction of medicine, once it makes you feel better, you don't feel like you need to take it anymore mm-hmm. because you're better, right? And so then they don't and then their symptoms come right back and they can't recognize that because they're not in a healthy place. And then you murder people and then Slenderman's back. And then Slenderman comes back to visit your family and chop everybody to bits. Yep. So that's something to think about. Now on February 1st, like Matt said, literally, what's today's date? 24 days ago, Morgan was sentenced to the maximum of 40 years in a state mental institution. Despite hearing testimony from several doctors stating that Geyser had made significant progress after being diagnosed with schizophrenia and psychotic spectrum disorder, Judge Michael Boren. Boren still felt that she was a continued danger to both herself and the community. I don't disagree. One doctor who testified for the prosecution stated that Geyser still continued to hear voices as recently as September 2017. And that is something that obviously needs to be taken into consideration. Now, she may be eligible for conditional release prior to completing the maximum of 40 years, which I'm guessing will happen. Um, but she, if she serves the full 40 years, she'd be 55 when she completes her sentence. So she's, they she, kind of threw down the hammer on her. Yeah. yeah. She, yeah that's, she's I just, spending most of her life in correctional facility. Or, do you think that. she has that? Cause it's a maximum, but she didn't get a, like, where's the minimum? Do you think it's three to 40 years for no. her as well? Or is it, uh, doesn't seem like it. Yeah. It sounds yeah, like she's not getting I don't know if they really gave her the same minimum mm-hmm. amount of the time frame. Like, you know, you're going to spend... A lot of times. Maybe that's like the queen sentence, until we please. Yeah, the, <laughs> the pleasing the queen. So let's go over some things. Let's talk about it. Uh, so uh, uh. Just to recap really quick, Anissa was sentenced to 25 years in a mental, up to 25 years in a mental institution. She has to serve a minimum of three years. Morgan was sentenced to a maximum of 40 years. We weren't given a minimum, so presumably she's going to be spending a lot of time in prison. So do we believe that these girls should be tried as adults or children? Let's talk about it. I say definitely adults, just because the sentencing... I mean, not that the sentencing for Anissa is that different. It's three years minimum and supervision, yeah. and that's basically what she got. Yeah. But can you imagine you attempted to murder somebody, and then three years later you're like, well, I'm going to college. And then 18, and you're then, like wiped clean. Yeah, it just... A, just isn't. I almost do agree that if you kill anybody, you should be tried as an adult. Oh, a hundred percent. Unless it's yeah. in self-defense, yes. Right. So what do you think, Matt? 
it's tough for me because they were so young to say that they should be tried as adults. And I think 10 years old in Wisconsin is, quite frankly, way too young. I mean, at the age of 10, you could accidentally do something stupid, but I don't think you could ever, you know, screw up having a knife, bringing it with you. Playing for months. Playing it for months. So it's tough to say that they should have been tried as adults, but at the same time, they definitely had a lot of thought and time behind this. It wasn't just like... it. See, that's the thing for me. That's where I'm caught up. It's like, okay, yes, they were kids, but this was so fucking detailed and planned out to right. the yeah. to the date. And they actually, like, in February, they planned this date, and they actually went through with it on that date. Yeah, that's not just That's not just, like, kids, kids being kids no, anymore. Yeah. That And then that's when you have to kind of figure, okay, that's more of an adult mentality. I can barely plan shit, and I'm 24. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's like... These kids literally made a plan three fucking months in advance and then went through with it on the exact day. Yeah. You know, it was literally like they they knew the date and they stuck with it. Because like you said, serial killers aren't even that, you know, meticulous. meticulous. Planning, yeah. And like, and that... They're more impulsive than these two little girls. Exactly. Right, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like, it feels like every second was planned. And obviously there was a little bit of hesitation or seeming, you know, some kind of, you know mental like back and forth right. with both of them they still did uh, it but they still did it on the fucking day that they planned so so Matt you said 10 is too less but what about these 12 year olds should they be tried as an adult in this case I think I agree with Kara that the sentencing for a juvenile just doesn't make sense in this case yeah so I would I say yes only be. because of the sentencing it's only and I'm sure that was the factor behind it obviously right. they That's looked at the two the options right and then they said okay they absolutely are not ready to get out of jail when they're 18 yeah you know they they won't be stable by then so so was there physio psychological <laughs> was there <laughs> shut up was there psychological makeup considered heavily enough so like we said, there was oppositional defiance disorder, schizophrenia. What was the other? There was just a, a plethora kind of, of spectrum situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's a that's a really good question to think about because those do need to be considered, right? If you're not, and although like a lot of the time, I'm kind of like a lot of people suffer with mental illness and are not victims. I'm not killing. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't people. matter. Like you're it doesn't right. excuse it. It doesn't. And that's something that is such, especially with the recent school shootings and everything, people are trying to blame mental illness. And yes, that's probably a factor in some of these cases, but the statistics show that when you have a mental illness, you are more likely to be the victim of a crime rather than the perpetrator. And they, their statistics show, I don't have them up right now or the exact numbers, but it's like such a little percentage of people with diagnosed mental disorders who commit violent crimes. It's a very, very small percentage. And yet, people throw on mentally ill. And I want to clear that up. I think when I talk about mental illness, at least for myself personally, and I think this is what it's a tribute to, being able to empathize and care for others and have those feelings. I feel like when I say they were mentally ill, my mind is saying not that they, that everybody who's mentally ill is committing crimes. What I'm saying is in order to kill someone, you have to have some kind of imbalance because that is yeah. not a normal function of, you know, our... our There's something us. else going on there, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I think that's why it gets tossed around so much, which is horrible because it does stigmatize the entire community mm. of, you know, mentally ill individuals, with, especially with schizophrenia. That's the biggest one because people immediately... Schizophrenia, 
that means they're going to be violent. Yeah, I think that nobody really understands what schizophrenia is. I mean, like, I know I don't. No, yeah, absolutely. And there's so many different facets of it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think everybody just thinks it's like, oh, the multiple personalities, but it's not. Like, or I just, I hear voices and see shit. Like, it's so much more than that. Um, And we could maybe have an episode on that sometime like that. Yeah, we just should delve into that a little bit. More. I think that would be pretty cool. But I wanted to clear that up because there is this notion that, oh, they're mentally ill, so that's that 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 has to be why they committed the crimes. But that's not the case. Normally it's the opposite. They're the victims and because they, mm-hmm. they're the most vulnerable. Right. Um and I just wanted to throw that out there. Because I know I've said, you know, especially with the gun debate going on, it's more which we won't get into right now, but it's it's more of obviously I want to get weapons out of mentally disturbed individuals' hands. But I want to get weapons out of anyone who has mm-hmm. violent tendencies' hands. It doesn't have anything to do with their mental capabilities. But I think that's why people throw that around because no one could conceive that a quote-unquote normal, functioning, happy human being would just go kill someone. Just go kill people, so right. I think that's why people throw it around. Not thinking like... You know what I mean? Not thinking that they are stigmatizing an entire group of people. So do you think it was considered heavily enough in the sentencing? I mean, theoretically, they were sentenced... To a mental institution to help yeah, with disorders. Yeah, I, d- I just have an issue with, like, the variance of their two sentences. Yeah. 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 There's a big difference there. 15 years of a maximum sentence, yeah. I don't like it. No. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So, I almost, I, I almost think Morgan is, obviously they're both accountable. But I don't even know if you can, like, say who's more mentally stable. But I feel like Anissa is more mentally stable than Morgan. Yeah. And got and was more aware of what she was doing and got off, basically. Yeah. yeah definitely got a break. Yeah, I agree. Well, we'll see how long they wind up spending yeah. that time in That's the thing the that facility, I'm curious but. to see is, you know, how much time will they actually spend? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it was considered pretty heavily. I mean, I don't think it really... I don't, like Kara said, I don't think... It should like like I said, a lot of mentally ill people fucking function normally and don't kill people. That's like most of them. You know what I mean? Like right, this is a small, majority. small, small percentage of people who are violent. So I almost feel like it's just I get if you completely like black the fuck out and like some like something wild is going on inside of your brain and it telling you to do things or whatever the case may be. Um, that why that would play a factor, but I don't understand why mental illness is like a scapegoat for people. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that you killed someone. Mental illness shouldn't matter because like I've said, there's a million mentally ill people who, billions, who right. aren't fucking chopping heads off of people right. or stabbing their best friends in the forest. Right. So do you, what do you think about the, the mental illness part of this case? I think they definitely took it under consideration and I think it might have been the final deciding factor for both of them as to why they spent time in a mental health facility as opposed to a correctional facility. Yeah. So I think it was definitely considered heavily enough. Uh, but I do also want to mention the fact that they spent a lot of time debating over this, so perhaps it was much more of a factor than anybody even has given credit to. Yeah. Because if it's really that severe, whatever these was psychiatrists Was it three years found, that they yeah. were like going back and forth and testing them? And- I mean, psychiatrists must have realized there was something going on with these girls to spend this much time with them evaluating. And so. going off of that question... I think they would be fucked if they were put in a prison. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think that'd be a danger That's to the themselves, end of their lives, everyone else. Like, I, I think this sentence, although we'll talk about the actual sentence in a second, but I think this sentence 
they did really consider the mental illness right. because, like you said, they really went back and forth on yeah. it. Someone had to have said this. It would not be safe for them to be in a prison. So then let's ask the more difficult question. How much do we account for Slenderman in all this? Like how much? How is, accountable can you hold somebody that that's doesn't what I mean. exist? <laughs> but that's that's my question. Is well, that's like, like people who this are like isn't video a real games. thing. But these kids were so convinced. Like, how much do we have to? I guess so. Maybe not Slenderman, but like the internet. I mean, if you watch Beware the Slenderman, the HBO documentary, the kids Which you need to watch it. <laughs> the kids who the they interview other kids who like are into that shit, and they're in it, like. They really immerse themselves. It's kind of like oh, they, being they in They totally like, believe it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then my next question was, do you believe they really thought that they that this figure was real? And if so, how can we not take into account their lack of ability to discern right from wrong as a result of that? That's why it's so fucking hard. It's hard to conceive in my brain that you they know, believe that this is mean, real. They thought it was they real. They were did. dead, honestly convinced. Like, yeah, this thing told us to do this, so we went and out here. He's a mansion and, fucking forest. Yeah, and we wanted to yeah. be his proxy so that they wouldn't kill our families. Like, what To the you... point where they tried to kill someone. Right. You know I wonder, I mean? like, what they... I mean, we were a little bit talking about this before we started recording, but, like, so much of the Slenderman stuff is, like, grossly related to like sex and I wonder yeah, if that played it. any part of it yeah yeah they were very they like young, fantasized this character mm-hmm. um but they're just at that age of development where they're starting to talk but like okay about let's think like about it we've all that. we've all been fucking 12 years old obviously right. we had internet we we've all been acting it was you way ever? different it was different we were on the internet yeah. but like but like that's the thing did you believe your neopets were real like <laughs> I did not you know what I mean it's like did you you know what I mean I mean, I'm sure I've seen a Photoshop picture. I would I thought have really it was real. liked to have found Hogwarts if it was real. <laughs> gotten that, that. It's almost the same thing. Like, yeah, if somebody Kids writing letters tries, to Hogwarts, right? But you know, Santa never came after I turned like ten. So you know, I was that Jew that always knew whatever. Santa wasn't there. Asshole. As long as you didn't tell anybody, you were fine. But um, my dad told me he was like, "You think?" And how he said it was great. Just a little sidebar on this. He said, "You think we're really gonna let some big." Fat dude in a red suit come in the house in the middle of the night. He'd be shot. That's how he said it. Yeah, I was like, shot. Matt would come out. I was like, wow. Yeah, true. That would definitely (laughs) never be cool. Even if he was like a jolly guy. I'm just trying to think. Like, like I said, I never had like a Santa Claus anything to believe in. I didn't believe in the tooth fairy. Like my parents were always just like, here's mine. (laughs) Um. But I guess Congrats. it is kind of the same. Obviously, this is a jolly figure, and we're talking but about... But stuff from figure. Santa's coming from your parents. Yeah. Right. These kids' parents aren't sent down like, this is Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. He wants you You're to right. So You're Slenderman right. so, wants you to kill people, or we're going to die. But, like, have you ever read something online that you truly believed was real, and then you found out later that it wasn't? I mean, that we have that fake news world that we live in now, where it's like, things do circulate that aren't real. Um, most often yeah. not really by credible sources and you know like as when we a, thought Charles Manson died the oh first time <laughs> the first time oh my gosh yeah our uh, co-worker tried to convince us that good old Manson like a year passed ago. away Manson and we were like no we're pretty actually. sure he's alive and they were like no he the died and I'm like Karen and I were like <laughs> like we're literally sure he's like living. he's dead yeah like, it would no. be all over the but now he actually is dead so she's right mm-hmm. so R.I.P. <laughs> um, but not really I don't really care <laughs> yeah bitch so, but like that's the thing. It's like, do do you think they re- these girls really did believe this figure was real, I, or do you think they wanted to believe you? No, real? I think they believed it, but I think that it had to do with schizophrenia and other factors. Yeah, yeah. Because the me as a twelve year old who is not schizophrenic, 
if I sat down and read that, I'd be like, maybe think it's creepy, maybe be afraid to sleep at night. Yeah, like but a I wouldn't dream be, type of thing, not right. like a real life thing. There's, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between being afraid of something and thinking it's real. Yeah, right. and I guess like they looked at this picture and because it was cropped into a real picture, it looked more, you know, I guess yeah. believable. I don't know, what do you think? I think they definitely believed it was real. I mean, no matter what they... Do you think there are other kids out there that, like, still believe this guy's real? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's I mean, I, that's I hope why their parents I, I think sit them fucking to... down. I think there was another this... murder. Yeah, Karis convinced <laughs> there's like, another... There another murder. If there was, we'd love to hear more about it. Yeah, so I swear there was, listen. but... And we'll update you if Kara ever figures Google. it out with the Google. The All right. I'll work on it. let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. Eye for an eye. Was this a fair sentence for nearly murdering their friend? Um... And stabbing her 19 times. And leaving her to die, mind you. They had they had pl- ample opportunity to turn around, fix it, to stop, to not go through with it. Like we said, they planned this for three fucking months. Maybe even longer. Um, they went through with it on the day that they planned to do it. Do we think eye for an eye was met? Do we think the punishment fits the crime for these girls specifically? Because obviously murder could be, you know, you could go all over the place with that. Or attempted murder. 40 years in a mental institution? Yeah. Three? No. Yeah. If they both would have gotten Morgan's sentence, I think I would say yeah. Yeah. Let's go over case by case. Because why the fuck are they sentenced so differently? That's I want to know what went into that. Yeah. I'm curious as to why they had them sentenced differently. Do you think it's because... So Morgan was the one sentenced to 40 years. Or the she was the one with the dying. And she's the one with it. Do you think that played a part? Because yeah. it, it's something that she's going Probably, to live with for the rest yeah. of her life and absolutely will. I like, would think so. That's not going to go away. So, do you think that's why she got forty a maximum of 40 years, whereas Anissa got up to 25 with a Probably, minimum of three? Yes. I just don't think it's. So, you don't think the punishment for the crime? Well, it's such a broad fucking... It's not like yeah. concrete. They're going to be there for 25 years or 40. Like, they could get out in three, like you said, or right. they could get out in seven or 20. Or I guess we'll see. But uh, we'll three update, is yes. <laughs> not enough. No, Yeah, three not. was... Yeah, I can't believe that's even a consideration. And then even if they were sentenced as juveniles, it was even worse. It was like yeah. three years, and then we'll let you so go I think at 18. In, in that regard, the justice system made the right decision, whereas they tried them as adults. I think that was appropriate. However, like Kara mentioned, Anissa sentence isn't much different than had she been tried minus the fact that it goes up to 25 instead right. of 18 it could be a lot more than three years so yeah. i don't know but i mean i i hope she has you know the the proper i hope i hope i don't fucking know actually i was gonna say i hope it balances out like maybe she gets left but like i know i don't think that i think she needs to spend that time right. i i just don't especially know that because they said they would do it again there was no remorse there was no like mm-hmm. we're so sorry there was a Oh, we'd absolutely like if we weren't taken into custody, we there we there would have been another once we found Slenderman yeah. and presented him the fucking bloody knife from our loins. <laughs> um, our loins. So, I think with this case, it's hard to say whether or not the punishment fits the crime because we don't really know what the punishment is going. To, like we know what they were sentenced to, and as far as sentencing goes, I I agree with you, Anissa. It doesn't really make sense. Um, Morgan up to forty years makes sense. Uh, I mean, I guess jokes on Anissa, if she's not really mentally unstable, she's going to be after she spends all the time <laughs> in a mental hospital. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be It'll definitely make it worse, if not better, but... So, so if we had to sum it up eye for an eye, do we think yes or no? Just all in all considered. So I'm guessing no. 
Yes. 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 We I do think yes. I for an I was mad. I say yes. I all in that, all, yes. Yes. I believe that they should be in a mental health facility. They're still young, still have the chance to recuperate and be hopefully functioning members of society. But yeah, they should be kept away from the general populace for a while. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. All right. And away yeah. from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they should not have No internet, internet access. Parents, ever if you are a parent and you're listening to this podcast, please, please talk to your kids and find out what they're talking about. These girls were obsessed with a fictional character. Check their was internet real. history. Yes. And, like, you don't have to be one of those, like, parents that, like, digs through your kid's phone. That's not what I'm saying. No, but, but you be... should know what your kids are thinking. And you would know as a parent if your kid honestly believed something mm-hmm. was real. Right. Because especially with an obsession with it, they'd be talking about it. So, please, monitor, talk to your kids, be open and honest with them, have those discussions, talk to them about about these trends, talk to them about Slenderman, see what they think, because you never fucking know, your little fucking Tommy boy could be planning your stabbing to please this motherfucker. Stabby, stab, stab. And on that note, (laughs) we bid you adieu. Please rate, review, subscribe. We have a lot of cool shit coming up. We didn't really talk about it in the beginning of the episode, we got right down to it, but... Don't worry, we will. Yeah, a lot of cool shit. We got another microphone. So shout out to Muffins for calling out the quality and letting us know. Um, we got a new review I wanted to read real quick. And then we will bid you adieu, my friends. We got a new review. We want to thank was Irene Taylor Brodsky's 2016 documentary, Beware the Slender Man. Need to watch it if you haven't. All of us have seen it. We recommend it. Highly to anyone who was curious about this case or wants to learn a little bit more about the Slender Man mythos and a little bit more about these two girls. Absolutely. No, it's a really, really great good, documentary. Really good documentary. Um, and it interviews their parents. Yeah. yeah. Their and parents are If the you Google this people. case as well, um, ABC did a, like a mm-hmm. 2020 special on it recently because it's just back in the news again. And it's just watch all of these. It's so interesting and so um, informative if you're a parent. I mean, I'm not a parent. Thank fucking God, because I don't want to deal with my kid fucking attacking someone. Lord knows my kids are going to come out special as hell. <laughs> um, so we wanted to shout out a review we got from Cole Case Clay's mom. Um, and we want to just thank you for your shout out. We really appreciate it. Um, like I said, please rate, review, and subscribe. And you really want to do it. You really want to rate, review, and subscribe because we have something crazy coming up. It takes one minute. It li- Literally one minute. One minute of your time, baby. That's all we're asking for. We're not asking you to give us all the praise. Give us real feedback. We want to hear it. If you don't like the show, tell us why. What we can fix. What would make you come back. If you love the show, tell us what you hate. <laughs> Still. I'm just kidding. Um, tell us what you love, what you like. Tell so us what you love. with that, stabby, stab, stab. Keep it real. We love you guys. Bye. Can't find a Slender Man. <laughs> Can't find a Slender Man. Parents saying this could have been their daughter. Police say two 12-year-old girls stabbing their friend 19 times, leaving her in the woods to die. She crawled out and survived with help from a hero who discovered her. Tonight, right here, you meet that hero. You came upon a 12-year-old female. She appears to be stabbed. She appears to be what? Stabbed. Stabbed? Correct. Greg Steinberg was riding his bike that morning on a path that had actually been chained off. It was pure chance that he came this way. Sir, are you with her right now? Yes. Is she awake? She's awake. Is there any bleeding going on? Her clothing has got blood on it. Okay, and you found her and she was just laying there? Yes. 
and you were biking by and she says to you what? Could you help me please? I've been stabbed multiple times. I quick got out my cell phone. I was shaken and dialed 911. I just stayed with the 911 operator and I offered her water because I had a water bottle on my bike. The other thing she said was she's having trouble breathing. Let Bella and her family know. I'm sorry. They did it to prove the fictional internet ghoul, Slenderman, was real. She doesn't know what we had to do. We led her there and tricked her. The last thing she said to me, to, to me was, I trusted you. And then she said, I hate you. Two 12-year-old girls allegedly stabbed their friend 19 times. Their alleged inspiration, this, a quest to please this fictional and uh, quite honestly creepy Slender Man, uh, a character in horror stories they read online. And so now one of the girls has just been found mentally incompetent by a doctor, a judge ordering more testing and a competency hearing. The knife in those 19 attempts, those 19 stabbing attempts, just missed that 12-year-old victim's heart.